0: Welcome back to the Queens of the North podcast. I'm Gabby DePaula with Drew Jones. Week eight, halfway through the regular season. Drew, how do you feel? All right. <laughs> that was such a bad
1: loss on Sunday night, but you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm excited. We're gonna talk a lot about all of our teams today. Get yep. hot takes
0: and yep. uh, try something new. You know what? We have high standards for our teams. And I think that's fair because they are both well—they're uh, well oiled. That's what they call them, well, and a well oiled machine, mm-hmm. organization. Yep, working organization. They're both good. Um, they both have had head coaches that have been there for ten plus years, and you know we have high standards for our teams. And I think that's fair. Hmm. Um. Anyways, Steelers lost on Sunday night. I almost called the Maryland. I watched the Maryland game this past weekend. The Ravens almost lost on yeah. Sunday day to the Browns, yeah. which was kind of, you were right.
1: Watch. It's, it ended up being close. I thought they were going to molly the Browns, but offense wasn't coming through.
0: I think I said on the podcast last week for week seven, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns won.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I mean, that last fourth quarter came and everyone's like, all right everyone in their seats, Up by like, 10 We have points. our drinks in our hand. Yeah. We have our anxiety snacks. Is that what we're going to do? Literally fourth quarter game. And I was like, Oh God, this does not look pretty. And it didn't, um, uh, the Ravens actually won on a false start by the Browns when they were trying to go and uh, tie the game with a field goal. Um, and the game was over because of the false start and it was fourth down. So And he went wide, wide, wide left. So that looked like that got
1: tipped either that, or that was the worst kick I've ever seen in my life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think he got tipped, um, but it kind of looked like it. Yeah. It looks like a rookie
1: too. So I'm like, that's a lot of pressure.
0: Sure. But you're in the NFL. You have to accept the pressure. Gotta be
1: professional.
0: Accept it. Okay, we're just going to go straight into hot takes, Drew. Hot take, yeah. I know you are feeling it today after watching your Steelers on Sunday night football. Hot take, can you pick it? Let's go. I think that we're
1: certainly, people certainly are judging, Pickett too harshly and saying, oh, let's go back to Mitch, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like Mitch was better, this, that, and the third. But actually, you know what? I have some stats for you. Stat- Let me go ahead, pull some of these up. Okay. First three games of action. So Kenny Pickett so far is 771 yards, two touchdowns, seven interceptions. Okay. But let's compare this to one of the greatest to ever do it. Peyton Manning, his first three games of action. Like you were
0: going to say Ben Roethlisberger. I was
1: like, <laughs> also one of the greatest to ever do it, but uh, last. Yes. let's, uh, let's, you know,
0: um, Peyton
1: Manning, <clears throat> His first three games of action, 683 yards, two touchdowns, eight interceptions. So let's not judge these first three starts so harshly. Oh. He's a rookie. I mean, he's making, I've, I don't know. I'm looking at the mistake. He has an explanation for every mistake, if that makes sense. Every sure. turnover. Oh, I thought Deontay was going to come back for. These are things that I'm going to go review and film. Um, also, Terry Bradshaw began his career with three touchdowns and 18 interceptions. So Fair. yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that, uh, actually, here's a good one, NFL research. The only other rookie quarterback to throw five-plus interceptions in their first four career games mm-hmm. and play in at least four career games was Steeler with the Steelers was Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw, who would go on to win four Super Bowls with the Steelers. So, you know, not saying that, like, Kenny – that that would be, like, over a way, like, overestimation be like, oh, yeah, Kenny's going to lead us to four Super Bowls. But I think let's not judge – these three starts too harshly. He's a rookie. Um, I think that some of he's making some really good throws. It's just, we got to clean up some of the mistakes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just think he's, he's making rookie mistakes. I think they're happy that he's getting some live bullets at him. Right. Um, He's playing some tough teams too. He had the dolphins, which, you know, Tua came back. I think Mm -hmm. everyone was pumped up for Tua, except I did feel like there were a ton of Steelers fans at hard rock stadium. Oh yeah. It felt like it was pretty loud for the Steelers, um, on Sunday night football, Tampa Bay, they have a pretty hard, you know, defensive front. They played the bills before, you know, like he's, he's playing some tough teams and then they're playing the Eagles, um, this Sunday. So, you know, you've got to take what you take, what you can get with Kenny. They knew they needed a quarterback change. No one thought Kenny or, uh, Mitch Trubisky was going to be the answer. He's just the fill in right now. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's going to going to help Kenny Pickett um, learn and help guide him a little bit, because we know Mitch is just he's just he's a backup quarterback. That's who Mitch is. And yeah. I think will forever be. Um, but I felt like the game was was pretty close at one point. So, well, there was no scores in the second half.
1: Right. So 1610 going into halftime. Um, so, I mean, defense really stepped up. I was really impressed. Um, They really gave the offense an opportunity to come back and win that game. The only thing is they dropped four interceptions. So, I mean, you know, had you caught maybe two of them, I mean, literally touching DB's hands, had you caught two of them that might've set us up to get another score. But again, uh, our offense has been having a tough time capitalizing on turnovers anyway. So
0: yeah. I mean, like nah. they said, um, you know, touchdowns are down this year, scoring's down this year. It's down by at least a touchdown. Um, I know but both teams were shut out in the second half, which is pretty, I think it was interesting because the Steelers are, I mean, they're two and five now, but you know, no one knows like what they're, you know, what they're, what they were going to look like this year. I think, I think everyone thought they would be maybe a 500 team, but who knows what that's going to look like. And the dolphins had, they had to come back. Um, was first game from his concussion and whatever protocol you want to call it. Apparently it's nine days after you are concussed. Really? Come back. That's what I thought it was. At least that's what I thought I'd read this week.
1: Well, because Kenny was coming back from a concussion too. And that was my yeah. seven days as well. Oh, Lord. Lord yeah. have mercy.
0: Yeah. I'm a little Lord confused mercy. by that. Because I think, I mean, I think like the last like three days, there's like a certain protocol they have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, which apparently he passed, but I, I thought it said nine days. That's why I was a little confused. Like Kenny Pickett was going to be QB one um for Sunday night football. But you know what? That was his first primetime game, right? I feel like he played he started against the Browns. God so many games. Start
1: against- he started week four.
0: Week four? Okay. Yeah.
1: So if that was against the Browns, then he might that might the Browns Thursday night game.
0: Jets. I think he, mm, yeah, because his first mistaken. his first real start was the Jets.
1: Oh, that's right. You're right. He came in. Yeah, he
0: came in last minute.
1: Last minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: Yeah, because his first real game was the Jets. So it was his first primetime game. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, you know what? Whatever. They they kept it close. The defense kept it close. Not so much Kenny. I think everyone this year it's not uncommon. Um, people are dealing with a ton of offensive line issues. Oh yeah. You know. Um. Oh. Steelers are dealing yeah. with it. The Ravens are kind of dealing with it, but I think they're a little more graceful than more more or uh, than some other teams like the Steelers. Um, you know Monday Night Football, both teams, uh, Bears. Um, and uh, I mean Brain fart Patriots. Patriots, yeah, yeah, they both were. You know, had some offensive line struggles playing with second and third stringers so um wait hold see, up this kind now of that we're on this topic
1: of the patriots
0: oh god real, real quick real quick okay are you gonna stat me no
1: but i'm gonna ask you what was your opinion on belichick benching mac jones for bailey apparently it's zappy not zap for bailey zappy and
0: uh used to me okay no um (laughs) I know right (laughs) I I kind of thought that was a game plan it sounded like Adam Schefter said that they were both planning to play yeah it was interesting because
1: like obviously Mac Jones never came back in like I wasn't sure if he was on a pitch count like that was never really said either Mm -hmm. um they didn't say (laughs) that Mac Jones is a go literally until like last minute so I mean maybe they were trying to like do something where they fake out the Bears defense or something but that's also interesting because the Bears haven't had like a crazy amazing season so far either right Um, but yeah that was quite interesting
0: I think they've just been like like almost you know Bailey Zappi came in and they've been riding with him so like but they've been getting lucky with him right like they have they've just been getting lucky maybe they didn't want to push their luck so they wanted to try Mac Jones and see what that you know entailed Um, I mean, high ankle sprain that that's, it's you, that's a pretty bad injury. I, at least to me, I think playing football. And then we saw Mac run for several plays. So, I mean, did he get benched? Is that what everyone's calling it? Benched?
1: That's what a lot of people are saying. And then there's also like some people like, Oh, well maybe Mac was still hurt and they just didn't say anything. I mean, it's just kind of. It's a very interesting situation. I mean, they were down 10 zip at that point. Then Bailey Zappi comes in. All of a sudden they're up oh, 14, yeah. 13. Two touchdowns in what, two minutes?
0: Yeah. 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 Great. Loved it. I right. love a little underdog story. A little Gillette was chanting boy. for
1: the kid. And then they got yeah. mollywopped after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it looks like the Bears really adjusted in the second half to Bailey's Um, You know, it sounded like from Adam Schefter from ESPN said that, that was the plan that they were going to both quarterbacks play. But when you have that, it's different for the offensive line. Again, they're dealing with offensive line issues too, the Patriots. So I don't really agree with that. Maybe they were just you know, experimenting, see how that was going to go, experimenting with Mac Jones's injury. Um, right. So I'm sure – I mean, they're paying Mac big money to play, so you know, they're going to see what they can get out of him. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought that was interesting. I thought they should have just held – had Bailey Zappi play, just give Mac another week. Right, that's yeah. my intention. That's what I think I would have done if I was a coach. If I was Bill, I mean, I don't know. You know, we don't know what's going behind closed doors. Maybe Mac's like, no, I'm good. Like, had a oh, good, man. you know, had a good week with practice and everything, and wanted to do it, wanted to play. Um, you well, never post game. But-
1: Jacoby Myers did say that he was surprised that they took out Mac Jones, and that it okay. was kind of it was tough to see quote unquote, as a man to see somebody work so hard and then get treated like that. So Mm -hmm. maybe maybe it wasn't a game plan, who knows?
0: But it's not like Mac Mac was running a lot. (laughs) I think also at one point
1: they were like, we're down so much, why put Mac back in? You know?
0: Yeah. That's kind of how I felt too. Um, Whatever, you know, we'll see how it goes in the next couple of weeks with Mac. I don't say, I say like, why push it? Why push it? Your backup quarterback's doing well for you right now. If you're trying to make it to the playoffs, why push it? You're playing against – you have to play against the Jets again, the Bills again, like Dolphins. Why yeah. push it? Have Mac play in those other games. But right, right now, not not against the Bears that are – they just want to win a, a game or two, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all they really care about. Keep some of their players happy to win a couple games because um, I'm sure all of them are trying to get out of there. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, Chicago. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, poor Justin Fields. I know. Anyways, the second hot take: Lamar Jackson, hundred twenty passing yards in the air. Usually has Ooh. pretty much double that. Yep, over double. What is going on with Lamar? What is your take on Lamar?
1: Man, I don't I know. I know you have a couple
0: questions, but I mean, it's really confusing watching him. I I wouldn't say confusing, just I. You know, you can't really put a, I I can't really say, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You know, I know a couple of things that he's been doing since his rookie years. He doesn't throw it out of bounds. You know, he makes his first, second, third read thinks he's at, he has all this, all this time and he doesn't, you know, I'm like, if you, you should go through your first, my, my personal opinion, you should go through your first, second, third read in a matter of milliseconds. Right. If you, if you feel the pressure coming on run Mm -hmm. less than like three seconds, I say run you know, well, the, the offense is for you to possibly run. So go for it. Well, he only went for,
1: I mean, I looked at the box score and was incredibly surprised. Yeah. He, he only attempted 16 passes in the whole game. Yeah. Normally you're seeing quarterbacks at least 30 or
0: 25, 30. Yeah. Um, so he had 50. Right. Exactly. It's 50. like,
1: we're, we're trying to get the ball. So obviously the the game plan was to run the ball, but even like, right with running the ball, like there wasn't that much production there either. So I don't know, like I watched the highlights and I just couldn't tell if the offense was just not playing very well or there weren't yeah. any like interceptions, you know what I mean? And there right. was each team. How did- could you,
0: there were 16 passes in the game. You know, right? You're trying to, yeah, you're trying to punch it out. You're not trying to intercept it. <laughs> I
1: think they did fumble the ball at least once. And I know yep. the Browns fumbled the ball twice. So yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you run the ball, but yep. it's like, was the defense really that good? Was the Browns defense really that good? Or, you know, I don't know.
0: You know, I always think it's always, it's always chippy and edgy with AFC North t- teams, no matter what, no matter what their record is. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, did you see Clowney? Uh, he went to sack Lamar. And I don't think he called it. No, it wasn't. He tried to, but he he uh, knocked Lamar down like in the last second. It actually should have been uh, roughing the passer. Um, and Clowney came and like helped him up. No, really? He's like, I'm sorry. I think I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching the game thinking, you're trying not to get called. You're trying not to get flagged. Get out of here, Clowney. Because it was right. pretty, I thought it was pretty delayed mm. um, for him to knock Lamar down. Because the ball was way out of his hands already. But they're playing against the Buccaneers on Thursday night. Yeah, the Bucks like to blitz. They're a lot of fun. They have a pretty um, intense. Bucks haven't been very good
1: so far.
0: I know they haven't. But their defense, on the other hand, with Lamar Jackson and an offense that hasn't looked great Mm -hmm. in the past couple games, that's a little questionable. I think I think the Ravens could lose this game too. I think they have a potential potential to lose this game.
1: What surprised me most about last week out of probably almost every game is that the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, who just traded away Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey and have I mean, I don't even know who their quarterback is because both Bigger Mayfield and Sam Darnold are hurt, held Tom Brady to three points. Yeah.
0: No touchdown for Tom.
1: That's incredible. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy that some of the stuff that it's rough over Tom there in Tampa. The oh, yeah. It's rough. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should have kept Arians in the coaching seat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't
0: know. So it's definitely – it's not the same time we've seen besides breaking tablets and yelling at his offensive <laughs> line. That's, that's pretty normal. That's right. pretty normal. Um, other than that, on the field, he just does not look – Mike Evans had a big drop in that f- very first uh, drive, though. That could have put them on the board. Um, my Kevin, you're on my fantasy team. You suck. Um, yeah, tough, tough. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday night. I told, like, I we said before recording this, I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens lost and Tampa won. They're just Ravens aren't playing up to the standards that we all thought that they would be before the season started. You know, having all these players back, Gus Edwards is finally back. He towards ACL. Um, he's finally back. JK Dobbins will be out for another couple of weeks because um, he had his knee scoped again. Um, but he looked a little promising. He was getting there and I was pretty happy with what we saw from him. Um, you know, Mark Andrews really wasn't involved that much uh, with the Browns. He, I don't think he even had one reception. So how could you if there was 16 passes attempted?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a couple that looked like uh that Mark was in the end zone for and Lamar just overthrew it. And that was a couple of things that I noticed with Lamar. He was he overthrew it way too many times. The passes that he did actually attempt for, way over the wide receiver's heads, tight ends heads, way over it. You know, I've also seen a lot so Ravens have a fullback they use a lot for 2019. They used him a lot for blocking, um, as like another offensive lineman. This year he's kind of part of the passing game. And he was a defensive lineman back in college and Mm. the Ravens actually converted him to a fullback um, back after they drafted him. So um, I'm, I'm thinking like, why are we trying to like make him a blocker? Like he was, or, you know, have him run the ball. Why, why are we trying to throw to him? Be like like the bus big dude. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, I don't like that. He's part of the passing game.
1: Well, that leads me to my question for you. Okay, Look, looking at the stats, I was like, "So who's the Ravens' RB one? Who do you think's the Ravens' RB one?" I feel like every week it's like,
0: "Yeah, someone different." Um, yeah. uh, right now I would say Gus Edwards. Right now, going into Thursday night's game, I would say Gus Edwards.
1: Nice. Right now, yeah, he okay. had two touchdowns, sixty-six yards last week, so. Mm-hmm. He he scored the only touchdowns. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Gus Edwards right now. Well, that was his first game back after his ACL tearing his ACL by the way. Yeah. Um
1: so maybe we'll see some
0: more out of him. Yep.
1: Uh yeah, that would be great. Um
0: Maybe I Mario that. and
1: Luigi were bad luck, I don't know. You see Mario and Luigi on the sideline. Oh
0: yeah. The cheerleaders in the Halloween costumes. Is that what that was? I think
1: yeah, the cheerleaders oh, I was are like, like
0: wondering what that was this whole time. <laughs> I think it was the cheerleaders in their Halloween costumes. That's what they wear. It's pretty cool. It's oh, a that's cool fantastic! That during the Halloween, when it's like close to Halloween games at home, that's it's pretty cool. Fantastic. What they do? Fantastic! I love that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope to see more passing from Lamar. He. I mean, the first couple games, it was. It was like 300 <laughs> to the air. Like he was leading the league in passing touchdowns. Right. Like, where is that Lamar at? It's almost as
1: like as soon as people are like, "Oh, this is a Lamar MVP season," it's just like you know, yeah, downhill from there.
0: What do you think the Ravens' biggest
1: problems are right now?
0: I think we. have I hope we got over the fourth quarter curse. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that was it. One of them. Um, I think another one was um. I you know I don't really like the call the play calls on offense Mm. I don't like them at all um I think Greg Roman their offensive coordinator is playing himself and playing the team Mm -hmm. and you know you I do like some of the wide receivers that they do have Rashad Bateman um Devin Duvernay and I do like you know obviously Mark Andrews who he's usually double teamed because he's such a big dude but I mean I do I do like some of the weapons they have I think they could use another weapon why not um, with right. Gus Edwards back in the run game, he's just, I mean, they call him Gus the bus for a reason. I mean, he's Gus, you know, Gus, Gus bus. bus, Gus Love it. Bus.
1: Like Bench. Like, so runners. I think
0: like their biggest is just their offense. It's just not gelling. It's really just not gelling. And I think Lamar is taking too much time in the pocket, um, to pass, to mm-hmm. do anything. Um, he, and he's not throwing it out of bounds. He's taking too much time to either run, throw it out of bounds or, make a play yeah so, that is what i think they need yeah. us that's what <laughs> that's what it is Our team i haven't really been happy is. with the play calling that's kind of what my when i was watching the game on sunday i said this play calling is awful yeah. they, it's like third and three and we're passing it outside the numbers I'm like, what are we doing we have lamar jackson why are we doing this on third and three
1: i honestly feel the same way I, I'll, I'll just say it oh yeah yeah, yeah Matt canada. Canada. i
0: know mo mad canada i don't think he's gonna be back next year if he is <sighs> something's going on there now someone's got some skeletons in the closet um God. yeah i'm not i haven't really been happy with Greg play uh play calls <laughs> <laughs> Third right take, your favorite hot take right now
1: uh, favorite <laughs> just because i just because i love joe burrow right um I think we've been talking about this for now eight weeks. The AFC North kind of, you know, it was still up in the air just based on the standings. You know, everybody was pretty close. But at this point, after last weekend's performance, I think the Bengals are the team to beat in AFC North.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: they steamrolled the Falcons. Um, This week they play the Browns on Monday night. I can see that being a blowout. Um, I mean, you know, Goro, I do Ridiculous. Do you have Joe yeah. Burrow? You have Joe Burrow in your fantasy league, right? Yep. Did you play him? Yep. Good for you. Yep. <laughs> Happy gab. <Yep. laughs> I mean, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, 501 total yards. Reminds me of a, of a young Ben Roethlisberger. Um, <laughs> TBT um a field i don't think so But what's great uh, ben definitely has had six touchdowns over 500 yard games but hey that's neither here nor there um tyler boyd one touchdown over 150 yards jamar chase two touchdowns over 100 yards uh t higgins remember we were talking about how like each week it's kind of like a different like a wide receiver's kind of taking the lead and it's like no they all had really yeah. good games yeah good for those fantasy owners
0: Ooh, yeah Thank you. Thanks, Joby. Um, yeah, <laughs> Joby. Thank the Bengals, but we said this in the beginning of the season. They just it's almost they had to find their footing, which I think we both said mm-hmm. that in previous episodes. They had to find their footing. I mean, they should blow out the Falcons. Yeah, they kind of they kind of did. But their defense is what I'm, I guess, scared about right now because it was a close enough game. Yeah, I
1: mean they did give up a 75 yard touchdown. Um yeah. so those are like some fine-tuning mistakes for sure. They gave up um, what was it? Let's see here, a 56 yard punt return. So it's like special teams gotta clean it up. Yep. And the offensive line, I mean, Burrow got sacked three times. Yep. You know.
0: Yeah, you can't Joe Burrow, I think was he the most sacked? Probably. Probably he's probably one of them. Yeah, it's probably one of them. And that's how you kill your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not happy with that. That's but, how people get injured. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, offensive line struggles, even though they put a ton of money in it this past offseason. Still a ton of offensive line struggles. Um, Moving on, your hot take. So, Drew uh, yes. Jones, <laughs> after the Sunday night game, she had a very, very raw reaction to the loss against the Dolphins. Look, 10 to 16, not that bad you know, the Steelers obviously have a defense that was prepared for Tua yeah. prepared for Miami's Dolphin or Miami's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I think, you know, that's what kind of kept the game close and I am about to watch it right now. Yes. Look, I sent it to Gabby and we're going to get her.
1: Okay. Real Feeling reaction to my. Pretty strong. Two minutes. About uh, how terrible is was. It, you can, you can um, speed I through. look as terrible how as how that game, game, was. game was. Our defense Held the Dolphins oh, to zero points in the second myself. half goes to show how strong our defense can be, even without TJ Watt. Like that is exceptional. But then it also says a lot about the Dolphins' defense and how they held us to zero points. But I think the <sighs> major the problem is is where our defense' mistake is mistakes is dropping <laughs> picks. It, I saw at least four. Had we had that, maybe we could have you know, capitalized on that, gotten a field goal, gotten a touchdown, and then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We but right. as far as our offense is concerned, I mean, the play calling is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, the one shining light I saw on our offense today that I was kind of surprised out of everything this is what I saw, um, Najee Harris actually had a hell of a game. He was hustling. And I hadn't seen that kind of hustle in yes. him since maybe last year. So yeah, that was good.
0: has been all um,
1: But drop passes. I mean, the drop passes need to be cleaned up. The play calling, at fire Matt Canada immediately. <sighs> I'm surprised <laughs> he's not even fired by now. And really, let's be real, Kenny is a rookie quarterback and he's trying to take chances. He's trying to the the, You're he's he's in terror. He's being not set up for success. Can he's not success, being set up for so success. are so angry. He's. <laughs> Down however much points, points trying to get back in. You know, his offensive line is terrible. Now we're third and long. And what else? Yeah, our offensive line needs so much work. Um, We need to clean up the mistakes on offense, and the play calling sincerely needs to improve. I mean, it's It's absolutely – it's – I cannot believe Matt Canada still has a job. Jets
0: sweep. Jets sweep. Okay. Okay. Let's
1: let's, 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 let's keep, keep game jet, jet sweeps. sweeps. All All right,
0: right got it. Yeah, he loves jet sweeps. Yeah. Sorry, dude. It's not college. Um. Right. Oh, so, what do you think? I know you looked very um, stressed. Yeah. Did,
1: oh, did you hear the beginning of what I said? I look as bad as how we played. Yes,
0: <laughs> I did. I did. That was um very good comparison. Thank you. I Thank thought you. that was very fair. Thank
1: you. I think I looked <laughs> yeah, bad.
0: absolutely. I think everyone is mad at. The play calling, yes. Matt Canada probably not going to come back next year, rightfully so. Um, unless he kind of pulls some strings and said, "Look, it's a rookie quarterback. Like his fault as much as it is my fault." So could kind of pull that card. Um, Kenny Pickett, he's going to make rookie mistakes. First primetime game, playing as wow. a starting quarterback. Yeah, And, you know, I think that was pretty tough, but they. You know, playing up against the dolphins that everyone's, you know, on this dolphin train, like the Eagles train, like whatever. I know no, I'm sure. spin. A lot of smoke around both teams. Oh yeah. You're angry and rightfully so, but um, I think there's a lot of good I think there's a lot of promises coming from uh for the Steelers, you know, in the near future. Maybe one not this year, not, next
1: year. One thing I'm not is a Fairweather fan. I will sit there, I will watch an entire game unless, you know, we're getting super blown out that I might as well turn it off. But I am not a fair weather fan. I'm going to be there. I'm going to think that we're going to win every week. Let's go. Here yeah. we go.
0: Here we go. Yeah. All right, moving on. So we already talked about the Ravens and the Buccaneers playing mm-hmm. on Thursday night football. Could be, I think it's going to, going to be a close game. Both teams just really aren't sticking out. I think that the Buccaneers are putting up I think the average right now went down to like 16, 17 points a game. Ravens are around that too. I think they're around 19 points a game. So I do think it's going to be close. Ravens offense isn't looking great. Lamar's not looking great. Um, Ravens defense looks like they're still gelling and trying to come together. Um,
1: Score prediction for Thursday.
0: I think it's going to be, people are going to be mad about this game too, because it's just, I don't think it's going to be that great i think it's going to be close we'll say 21 17 ravens mm, okay here you go close we'll game because happens. they're both low scoring teams right now yeah um, and not putting up in a lot of yards or points i feel like if the bucks lose
1: this week then we're gonna see some serious changes in that organization so i feel like this is a must win for the like Buccaneers. what like what I don't know. It's just like, it's like, something's got to give, you know, it's kind of like, you ever heard that saying, if you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, you're insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. So it'd be insanity to not make some sort of change. I mean, also like, you know, looking at like their wide receiver core, I mean, yeah, you got Godwin, you got Mike Evans. These are top wide receivers in the league, but you also have Julio who's been hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. So when's Julio coming back? Um I don't know. They just have so many good players, and like Todd Bowles, he's he's said multiple times that he thinks that a lot of players are still like riding the coattails of the last Super Bowl that they won. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, I think, think there people, needs to be an attitude change.
0: People think like Tom Brady, he's going to fix it all by himself, right? And I think when you're dealing with a lot of mental issues, which I think he family issues are obviously out in the public. I feel like there's something new coming out every week. I you can't. You know, he is, it is going to affect him. It's going to impact him somehow. Um, You know, his team is not gelling. You know, he came back out, out of retirement, whatever you want to call it, to hope to have, like, a winning team, a playoff team, maybe a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, you know, it's nothing – the pieces are not together right now. Um, I don't think they've had their – they haven't had their bye week yet. Maybe after the bye week they – you know, look at themselves in the mirror and become a better team because they do have a lot of good pieces right now. It's just not – maybe it's a play calling. You know, maybe Tom Brady needs to kind of make the play calls um, because he's done that. Maybe he needs to show up for
1: walkthroughs. I don't know. I think it's a chemistry thing. Maybe it's a
0: chemistry thing. And that's uh, very much – that could very much be it. Um, But if they think they're going to go, you know, to the playoffs or Super Bowl, play against maybe Philly and – Ugh. you know, whatever. <laughs> I know some of these other NFC teams that have just been gelling and winning and putting up points on the board and doing everything right. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to work out that way. I think it's going to bite him in the butt, even though he did say in his press conference, which I was very shocked about that. He was like, yeah, I'm not even thinking about retiring. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're writing, you're is, all- he's writing is starting to come on the wall a little bit, you know, yeah just a little bit. Your family's kind of broken up. Who knows what's true and what's not true. Yeah. Your team is not doing great. You want, and we said this last week too, you want the NFL to kick you out before, you know, you're ready, you know, mm-hmm. um, you want to do it on your own terms, yeah. not on the NFL's terms. And what I mean by that is you don't want to keep losing, getting hit, getting injured where you're like, okay, it's time for me to like hang out my cleats, hang out my helmet. You know, you want to do it on your own terms. Yeah. Um, um, which I've heard several players kind of say. So <sighs> Ravens, uh, uh, Buccaneers, I think it's going to be a close game. It is in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that stadium. I, that was like this team that I kind of followed. The second team I followed when I was younger. Oh, we had family in Tampa Bay. So that's like our second favorite team. So we went to that stadium several times. Um, Same with the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time. Oh, yes. Um, And there's St. Petersburg yeah. little terrible like, dome <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I know yeah, but I like I grew know. like I'm the only one that likes it because I grew up going to that game there's um, I like the games.
1: bar they have in center field that's fun but
0: yeah like it was I don't know maybe just like a childhood thing I'm the I think I'm the only person ever to really say I like the the dome but I think it's just because I grew up going to the dome so yeah. you know I what I mean it's claustrophobic
1: like claustrophobic like, when I was there I was like you know let's maybe yeah, have a retractable I know. feeling it's, I it's know. like
0: it's like funny because like at home around here there's this place called Ocean City, Maryland. It's like maybe like 5 miles long, but parts of it, it's like kind of like
1: trashy. Mm.
0: More like the more south you go, it's trashier, but like North of it, it's really nice. Whatever, and a lot of like my hometown friends, we all love it. But the people that are out of state, they're like, what is this? Like, like ew. you love this? I was like, yeah, I love it. Relax. Like, like the Jersey oh, Shore, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's where I grew up. This was like some of like the vacations that I took. You know, like this that's was how it. I feel
1: about the A's. You know, yeah, Coliseum. It's like yeah. people come and they're like ew, and I'm like, it's a dump, but but it's my dump. It's
0: yeah, exactly. Dump, you know? It's my dump. Like it's something I grew up going to. You know, yeah. like, this this was the place. This was like the other vacations that i took so leave me alone vacations all i ever want i'm sorry um <laughs> <laughs> now the steelers who do they play on sunday
1: oh so we're playing the eagles in philadelphia hostile environment hostile um, people awful human Battle of PA. Great
0: cheesesteaks. Yeah. yeah
1: I would love to see... I don't think it's going to happen, but, man, I would love to see the Steelers hand the Eagles their first loss this season. So partially, a little about me. So my dad's from Pittsburgh. Generations of Jones is from Pittsburgh, but my mom was raised in Philadelphia. So all of her siblings are huge Eagles fans. Awful they're, teams, awful people. They're they're on their high horse right now, and I'm like, please shut up. Like, when you guys yep. want a Super Bowl, you would literally just let nick Foles go away you traded away carson wentz like you fired doug peterson i'm like the people that helped you win a super bowl you just like gave i them
0: understand them that yeah. yeah you yeah. know i'm just like come on i man. understand that yeah yeah they're joan right now their defense is great um darius slay mm-hmm. I mean, watch out kenny pickett
1: i know right shoot lord have mercy
0: <laughs> yeah they have a, they have several weapons on offense um, Jalen Hurts, you know, has all the confidence in the world. Play calling's great too. Yeah. I mean, they have a ton of pieces together. I really doubted them before the season. I have a ton of Philly, like Eagles fans um, that are my friends. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, Eagles are going to be number one in the division. I said, no way, no way. And, then, and you know, I'm sitting back thinking, who else is it going to be? It's not going to be Washington. <laughs> not going to be the Giants. Could be. Um, could be the Cowboys probably. if they still have Cooper Rush. I'm just kidding. I agree. Dak was a crap. <laughs> oh, poor Dak. I know. Poor Dak. Again, another team that has a ton of weapons. Um, defense. Yeah. I love their DC, obviously. Love mm-hmm. their OC too. I think he's great. Um, he might be another guy that we see as a new head coach somewhere. Um but yeah, I mean, Eagles, Steelers. I don't know if it'll be close. Good test for Kenny. Good test for Kenny.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you're right. Darius Slay is all over the field. If Kenny's going to avoid throwing any interceptions, and
0: Mm yeah, you know know what I did see? I wanted to bring up. I saw them running the ball a little more. Mm -hmm. Saturday night football. That was a little promising. They started. Yeah. Well, it was nice
1: seeing Najee actually like. Like, I think his longest carry was for 16 yards. And I don't think he had, he's had that long of a carry all all year, or at least hasn't felt like it, Yeah, you know? So it's, it's nice to see that Kenny, I mean, he ran for 20 yards, like granted, that's not a Lamar Jackson over a hundred yard game or anything like that, but it's nice to know that we have an athletic quarterback.
0: Um, yeah, no, Najee, another guy I really wanted to draft this year in my fantasy league. I'm happy I didn't. Oh, here's,
1: I got, I got some more stats for you
0: before we wrap up. So here we go.
1: Najee Harris this season, he has fewer rush yards than Daniel Jones. He has fewer rushing touchdowns than Braxton Berrios. He has fewer receiving yards than, uh, than Kyle Juszczyk, and then he has the lowest yards per carry in the NFL.
0: You know what? But the Steelers don't really have much of a running game. So, like.
1: I think it's it's a it's a bad O-line problem, you know? I mean, and- we're, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. B-C-D-E gaps. Come on, man. We need to make some lanes for the boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and play calling has been crap garbage
1: i feel like freaking like deontay johnson and claypool i mean they're getting more opportunities to run i mean they're jet sweeps but like they're getting more opportunities to run than even Najee. but mm. it's fine it's whatever
0: yeah i'm looking
1: forward to next season already
0: hey you asked you wanted a quarterback to take risks. i mm-hmm. think kenny's kind of doing that for Absolutely. you right? yeah i'm not mad fulfilling at him? that need
1: i'm not mad at him for throwing picks he's also like on third and long you have to pass it so it's like if we yes. had better play calling, a better offensive line to actually, if we were third and short, he wouldn't be passing it.
0: We'll do a couple screens. Yeah. <laughs> so the Ravens do on third and long. I don't know why, but they do that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for us. Yeah. Do you want to give a score prediction for you and the Eagles for the Steelers and the Eagles?
1: Man, I don't know if the if the Steelers if the defense doesn't keep it close, we're going to get beat pretty bad by the Eagles. I think it'll sure. be like a thirty to fourteen type of game. I like but, it. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would love to see the Steelers get. A Keep win. the
0: Ravens on top of the AFC North. Eagles, you know what to do. But Bengals um, are going to win out. Come on. <laughs> they might. They might. I. They might. There's. It looks like they're starting to find their footing. Um. Yeah. I think that would, that's a good prediction. I would say thirty. 10 Yeah. That's a really. You know. You don't want to go to the. You don't want to get Philly to play, the Eagles. And they're also riding on the whole Phillies going to the World Series thing. So.
1: I'll do another reaction next week. (laughs) Maybe you do one for the Ravens on Thursday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, we'll see. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I'm Gabby DePaulo with Drew Jones. That's episode eight of Queens of the North. We will see you next week.
1: Like, subscribe, do all the things.
0: Do all the things. Peace be with you.